Do you think that if God has called you to do something, then it should be easy? We might not want to say it out loud, but many of us think this way. I mean, discomfort and doing hard things is not fun. But what if this aversion to hard things is actually keeping you from doing what God is calling you to do? Today, we're going to be diving into this hard topic of how hard doesn't mean it's not from God and how sometimes we just have to do it anyway. Hey mama, do you find yourself wishing you knew you were on the right path with your business or wanting to know how to do it all as a work at home mom and entrepreneur? If you struggle with imposter syndrome, mom guilt, or fear of failure, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Alexia, a Christian mindset coach, passionate about teaching moms how to renew their minds to find success both in business and motherhood. You can overcome the negative thoughts holding you back from fully stepping into your calling. I know what it's like to worry your business will never work, to feel mom guilt every time you work on your business, to realize your mindset is hindering you, but not knowing how to change it in a Christ-centered way. I created the Mama with a Calling podcast to teach you how to use the powerful combination of God's Word and proven mindset strategies to help you break free from negative, paralyzing thoughts and gain clarity and confidence to go where God is leading you. As you step out of the old way of thinking and into God's way, you'll find more peace, joy, and purpose. Pop in those earbuds and get ready to let God work in you so he can work through you. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Mama with a Calling podcast. I am so grateful that you're here today. So I just want to remind you all that there's just one week left to get signed up for a biblical mindset coaching session for only $37 before the price goes up to $67 in February. So I want you to imagine having success in your business without striving and feeling mom guilt every step of the way, that you know that you're on the right track in your business, and you can take consistent focused action instead of throwing spaghetti against the wall, hoping that something works, because you know exactly what God is calling you to do, what he's leading you to do. And that means that you can confidently and boldly take action. You can take that next step. You're not wondering and feeling confused all the time because I know what it feels like to know that I'm in my own way, but also not know how to get out of my own way. Anybody else? (laughs) And when these negative thoughts and imposter syndrome and doubt are in our minds, it can overwhelm your thoughts. It can be so hard to see anything else, anything clearly, because it'll put you in like a fight or flight mode. It can paralyze you with fear all of that. That's why I created these single sessions so that you can experience the power of coaching and get the breakthrough that you need so that you can do what God's asking you to do and get unstuck. But you don't have to have the commitment of doing the longer term coaching package if that's not what you need right now. You can just kind of, or if you've never had coaching, you can do this as a great way to get help in this area and then keep on going. Um, so ch- I want to invite you to check it out. So head over to momwithacalling.com slash coaching. And if you're needing help processing through a big decision or getting rid of that emotional hurdle that's in the way, then you can go ahead and book a session right there. Make sure to lock in that $37 price by signing up before the end of the month. I wanted to make sure that you guys didn't miss out on that. Again, mamawithacalling.com slash coaching, and I'll put that in the description below. Okay, on today's episode, I want to talk about something that might be uncomfortable, but it's needed. It's needed. It's needed. It's needed. I see this happening with so many entrepreneurs, and I've definitely dealt with this myself, and that is a lack of grit or perseverance and dedication to the work, regardless of what's happening. So we think, I see this all, I mean, maybe this isn't you, and that's totally fine, you can tune out, but 
I think so many of us think, and especially in Western culture, we think that we can't or shouldn't experience anything hard or uncomfortable, that if God has really called us to do something, then it's going to be easy. And it might be hard to admit or to say out loud, and maybe you wouldn't say it out loud, but I want you to really think deep down, are you feeling this way? And if so, I want to challenge you to ask yourself, is that really true? Is that really what the Bible says? Is is it true that whatever God asks us to do is going to be easy? Today, I want to challenge this thinking by looking at what scripture says, and we, we cannot cover all of what scripture says. We're just going to take a couple of examples because it's a big topic, but I just want to take a couple of examples and look at something scripture says, and then also at how our mindset in this area can really be affecting how we show up in our businesses and how to make shifts in our thinking to align with scripture and show up differently in our businesses. Okay. So recently I've been reading through Philippians and um, I'm doing this like really intense Bible study program on it. It's called precept studies. If anybody's done that, Um, it's new to me and it's really interesting. And so, but what's, you know, going through Philippians, the big overall theme of Philippians is to rejoice even in the midst of suffering because Paul is in prison when he writes this letter, though it's more of like a house arrest, but still he's in prison. And he's writing to the Philippians to encourage them through their own suffering. And really, he's encouraging them to shift their thinking, to to reframe the way they see everything to what's really important. And that is that everything can be used by God to bring glory to God and to further the gospel of Christ. Like everything is for that purpose. And one thing that's really been standing out to me is how quick we are, like when I think about that compared to what we're like today, how quick we are in our culture today to avoid discomfort. I mean, not just like hardship, but discomfort of any kind. And I'm not saying, and I want to be really clear about this. I want to say this a couple of times in this episode. We should not, this is, I'm not saying that we should seek out hardship. Um, And we are blessed in really big ways a lot of us, right? We have food, shelter, clothes, we're safe in general, we're not in some kind of war zone, we're not um, worried about anything that's life threatening daily. But we've gotten so accustomed to blessings and comfort, that we don't even know how to withstand a little discomfort. And the like the other night at the Bible study I was at, we were talking about this very topic again. And thinking about how we were complaining, essentially grumbling about the discomfort of how cold the wind it was to sit by a window. And I'm like, we like, what do we think we why can't we even handle something little like that? So again, I don't want you to hear what I'm not saying. We have to be careful and not skew this even from scripture itself, right? I'm not saying that we should seek out hardship, that blessings and easy things are bad. I'm not saying that. What I'm talking about is when we're called to do something, but our aversion to discomfort actually keeps us from being disobedient. So I want to apply it to this very specific situation of running a business, of doing things, you know, being home with your kids, making these choices around this thing. Do not apply what I'm saying. I mean, you can, I guess, if God leads you that way. But I'm not talking about hardship in life or sickness or anything like that. I'm talking about in our businesses. And what I think is wild and the biggest issue with this whole thing is that we don't even realize it. 
We don't realize it's happening because we've grown so accustomed to thinking this way. That's why I wanted to do this episode today to bring awareness to this issue that I really feel is the cause of so many of the struggles we face financially with our businesses with decisions. This is what's causing so much stress and confusion, because we're using our feelings and our comfort to guide us instead of what God is saying to us, and where the Holy Spirit is leading us regardless of how it feels. So like I said, hard topic, but we need to have this conversation. So first, I want us to look at a few examples in scripture of what it looks like to be called and then what that journey looks like. Because if we're saying, if God calls me, then it must be easy. Then we have to look at scripture and see, is that true? So we're going to look at a couple examples. So first one, my favorite, I guess, Moses. Um, Moses, you know, was a fugitive hiding out in the wilderness as a shepherd called to approach Pharaoh. That's a huge ask, a huge deal, a huge, scary, giant thing, which Moses, you know, vehemently was like, what are you asking me to do? Um, and then he was asked to let the Hebrew people go. And then he ends up being the leader of God's people for the rest of his life. Like Moses is clearly called. Okay. This is the classic example of being called. He's literally spoken to from a burning bush. It doesn't get much more clear than that very obvious. But you can see his calling was anything but comfortable. The people were constantly opposing him. They're complaining a whole lot. He's complaining a lot, not complaining. I shouldn't say that he goes to God like, why did you do this to me? They're just complaining about me, like just kill me now. And his own siblings came up against him at one point. He's getting frustrated at the lack of faith in the Israelites. And he was overworked until he realized it doesn't have to be that hard. Um, So my point there is like Moses had a very clear calling and it did not mean it was easy sailing, right? Second example, New Testament, Paul. Paul made a big career change. Okay, he was Pharisee, very zealous and all that. Now it's go talk to some Gentiles and don't be a Pharisee anymore. Called to be, I mean, I don't know. I've never thought about that. I don't know if he really was or not. I'm guessing not. Um, Called to be on the move, living all over the place in a whole different culture. I mean, can you imagine he went, I mean, just the difference in culture. He faced tons of persecutions, beatings, etc. But as I mentioned earlier, he wrote over and over and over in his letters of rejoicing anyway. So again, very clearly called revelation on the road to Damascus, like Jesus himself talking to him, light, blind, all this, and very clearly called. And he had anything but ease And um, I mean, that's where that verse, you know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me because he learns how to experience comfort or contentment, I should say, even though his physical body is feeling discomfort. So another example um, of being called, but it's not cupcakes and rainbows. And then, of course, we have Jesus himself, who was very clearly called to a very specific purpose. And that meant facing constant ridicule and ultimately death and, you know, the crucifixion that's terrible, right? But he had a calling. That is what he was called to do. That was his purpose. That's what he did. And Jesus said in John 15, 18 through 25, that a servant is not greater than his master. And I'm paraphrasing here. I mean, he does say that, but there's more to it if you want to read that. And he fa- if he faced hardship, then so would we. Like, we should expect hardship in whatever we're called to do. Um, now, God does promise blessings when we obey, like in Deuteronomy 28. And then Jesus tells us in Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30, come to me, 
all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take up my yoke and learn from me because I'm lowly and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And we often think about that as like, yeah, it doesn't have to be hard. But it doesn't say I'm going to carry the yoke for you. And you have to do no work. And it's not going to be doing anything, right? That it says he carries the burden, right? That we are, we still are doing it. We're still yoked with him. We still have to experience some things potentially. So again, it's not that we can't have it easy or that we shouldn't have it easy. I think that God's ultimate intention for us in heaven, in like the perfect world would be, we didn't live in a fallen world, would be that it wasn't, it doesn't have to be that hard, but we live in a fallen world and we will face those things. And you can see all throughout scripture, I left out a bunch of examples, of course, of we have to go through things to develop character, right? Trials and tribulations develop character and perseverance and our hope and our faith. All of these things are good for us in the end. But if we never go through anything, if we're unwilling to experience any discomfort, then we definitely aren't going to go through trials. And like, how are we going to develop the character that we need to do what God's calling us to do? So again, it's not that we can't have it easy or that we shouldn't, but that we should not be seeking comfort above all else or avoiding discomfort. So how does this mindset of needing comfort above all else affect you as an entrepreneur? And how do you know if it's affecting you? So number one, it affects your business decisions. So if you're deciding what to do in your business based on the easiest option, the one with the least risk or discomfort, then this can be an indicator of seeking comfort above all else. In Proverbs 20 verse four says the slacker does not plow during planting season at harvest time he looks and there is nothing. It's like if we're not willing, I mean, plowing, I don't know if any of you have actually and this kind of plowing back in the day would have been even harder, but plowing a field is not easy. But things are needed, right? You have there are seasons that you have to work hard in order to reap that harvest. But if you don't, if you're not even willing to do the hard thing, the discomfort, the discomfortable, the uncomfortable thing that endure the discomfort of plowing and working, there will not be a harvest. Can you expect there to be a harvest? And what you should be using to drive your decision is what God is leading you to do. And if you have this belief that where God leads is the only path or is only the path of comfort, then you can see how it can cause you confusion and cause you to be stuck in that decision process because something in you knows, like like the Holy Spirit is saying to you that there's a way that you should go. But there's another part of you that's wanting that comfort. So when you see that the path that you feel led, like you know you should go that way, that it's full of of scary things and hardships and it puts things at risk, like you're like, no, 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 no. Like your logical brain, your flesh, right? Doesn't want to do that. But the spirit is telling you to do it anyway. This is a classic battle between the flesh and the spirit. And I think this is happening even on micro levels that we don't even recognize. Like I was saying, it's it's every, all these decisions as entrepreneurs, they're like our bazillion decisions. Even if it's something like, start a YouTube channel or do a podcast episode about this thing. Like maybe people aren't going to like it. Maybe people are going to get mad. Maybe, you know, those, that's a, a, a small example of how this can come to play or come to, yeah, come to be in your business. And we have to be aware of, of what's happening so that we don't fall into that trap. I also think of how Paul says in 1 Corinthians 16, eight through nine, he says, 
But I will stay in Ephesus until Pentecost because a wide door for effective ministry has opened for me, yet many oppose me. I think I, I remember when I first read that, I've probably mentioned on the podcast before. When I first read that, I was like, whoa, we hear all the time about God opens a door and it's just, it should be easy. You should just walk right through it. Yes. But that does not mean it's going to be easy. Yet many oppose me, he said. And I'm like, I would think to myself, that must be the wrong door because, and that's what clued me into this thought process too, of how I experience it. We all do without even recognizing it, that we think that if God opens that door, it's going to, it's going to be easy. But right here, I mean, we see that's not always the case. And what if that's confusing us on what the door is? Right. Like just because there's opposition does not mean it's the door that God hasn't that that God didn't open that door. Okay, and then the second way you can tell is if you find yourself pivoting a lot. Now, this one's hard because you have to be able to discern whether you're being led to go a different direction because you don't have peace about something versus you're wanting to pivot because this way or that way is uncomfortable and this way is comfortable. So a good way to tell if this discomfort avoidance mindset is the cause is if you want to pivot or change the moment you face anything challenging. Like, for example, you know, you're called to start an online business, but then you realize there's a lot to learn and a website's involved and that just sounds crazy and it's so foreign to you. And so you start to question, am I even supposed to do that online business? Like, I don't know about that. So in reality, you are called. That is the way to go. But when you face that hardship, it became hard and uncomfortable. Now it's like, I don't know about that, right? That's where you were certain and had peace before. As soon as you face that first mountain, it's like, mm-mm, right, that's a good indication that that's a lack of that perseverance, that grit. Or another example is maybe you know that you're called to be home with your kids, but actually quitting your job is terrifying. Like, what will people think of you? You're going to leave them in a bind. Can they, can you handle it financially? All of these thoughts come in and you feel like you're not really sure. Should I be home with my kids? Should I not? But you know, you knew them before. That's why the, where the idea came from. But the discomfort of the unknown, the fear of the struggle ahead keeps you right where you are. So you can see how this thinking that things need to be easy or the unwillingness to handle discomfort or to face discomfort can literally be causing you confusion and not letting you do what God's like, not letting you step in and say, yes, Lord, and do what he's asking you to do. So how do we fix it? I feel like this is all kind of doom and gloom, (laughs) but it's not supposed to be. There is hope, right? We have the truth of God's word and the Holy Spirit, which is an amazing gift. And he is the comforter, right? To lead us through anything hard, anything confusing. So if you think this is affecting you, then there are some things that you can do, three things I'm going to give you, that you can do to help shift your thinking and ultimately your actions that will follow and start to make changes in this area. So number one, we've already talked about it, is simply recognizing that the thoughts are there. As humans, we are prone. I mean, it's not like something's wrong with you, right? And I think this is just something the enemy has done to just subtly turn us away from hearing God. As humans, we are not going to like run into the face of fire or danger, we are prone to avoiding discomfort, okay? So acknowledging and admitting that the that the thoughts are there in the first place is a huge first step. Don't beat yourself up over it. This is not to condemn or shame yourself or anything like that, but notice it. I mean, it's literally happened all throughout history, all through the Bible, over and over and over again. 
they go through hardship, they get comfortable, they forget God, they um, start to not want to do hardship, hard things again, you know, it just it's a cycle that keeps happening. So bringing awareness to it is really, really important. Once you recognize those thoughts are there, and owning to them up to them. Now it's number two, which is turn to God. I mean, turn to God for your strength. A fruit of the spirit is that long suffering, that patience, that perseverance, the the thing that's going to let you be able to do something that's hard, that self-control, even though it's not happening yet. Like the thing that you want to happen, the comfort, the blessing on the other end hasn't happened yet. So doing the right thing, what God has asked you to do, even when it doesn't make sense to our flesh, comes from the spirit. Like we can tap, we can like use that power, ask him for that strength. Even when we want to quit, we have something to hold on to. And that's the goodness of God. He is faithful. He is there. He's there to strengthen us and to keep us moving. It's all throughout the New Testament, all sorts of like letters from Paul and Peter and all of them talking about how to encourage you even through the suffering. And yes, in there, they're talking about literal persecution and like people literally dying. And I feel like even though, that's the case. We can still apply it to whatever we are facing that's still hard. That regardless of the hardship, there is favor and a reward from God, whether on this side of heaven or eternally. Like we know there's reward for doing what God has asked us to do, even though it's hard, even if we face opposition, etc. Um on on eternally, but it could even be a reward here. I mean, people that happens to be all the time. They obey God and some amazing thing happens. That's only only God could do that. So the second one is to turn to him for strength to to do it anyway. And then number three is to choose obedience over discomfort. Recognizing that this pattern is here, turning to the Holy Spirit for that strength and then committing. You have to commit now that you are going to prioritize doing what God is leading you to do over any discomfort that lies ahead, anything. And again, that like two and three are connected, right? You like, by that, I mean, you have to commit in your flesh and then lean on the Holy Spirit to keep going. As Jesus said, we can go to him when we are weary, we need to go to him and let us be yoked to him, but we still have to move. We have the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us and give us words and ideas to strengthen us and give us that perseverance. You're not alone in this. So if you're finding that it's still hard to see past the confusing thoughts, or you're still not sure if it's that you need to pivot or you're avoiding discomfort, I want to invite you to book a coaching call with me. In just one hour, I will coach you through the issue that's keeping you stuck and help you reach a breakthrough so that you can know with certainty what you should do next. Again, these sessions are only $37 until the end of January when the price is going to go up. So be sure to book a session while they're still at this amazing price. Just go to mamawithacalling.com slash coaching to do that. I hope this episode is was helpful and that you can see, even though it's not comfortable to admit it. I mean, I, I went through the same thing. I was like, what? I can't believe I'm doing that. But when you recognize it, I hope you can see it, recognize it, admit it, all of that, confess it, and then choose to do things anyway. I mean, I hope you can see how this would affect your business, that if you are, because business is hard. It is scary. It is the unknown. It feels like you're in the wild west over here sometimes. And if if you are wanting it to be very structured and and no hardship and no risk and nothing scary ever happening, 
I, I would maybe say business isn't for you then, you know, like that's, but if you know, if that, if that me just saying that made you kind of cringe, it tells you you're called to business. You're called to do this. And to do what God is calling you to do means we have to go through those hardships as he develops you, as he builds your character for the next thing he wants you to do and the next thing he wants you to do. And it doesn't stop. You'll go through all the emotions and struggles and things of starting your business. And then you'll be, it's not like you arrive, right? Then you'll go through the next phase and that's, you know, building your business and then it's growing and it's all these things that happen. Then you have stuff with your family and your kids and routines and it just keeps going and going and going. But again, it's like a, a onion layers. Like you get through one thing and there's another thing and it goes deeper and deeper, but every bit of it, and I've done this and I've, it's been a hard journey, but I have loved it because the, when you lean into God, when you lean into the word and you use the Holy Spirit to strengthen you and you, you, um, talk to him and lean on him in prayer. It's just like that builds your relationship with God as you experience him on this journey. So I just, I want that for you so badly. So I hope you got that out of this episode. And I hope that um, you can take these concepts and work on implementing them so you can shift your mindset to be biblical, more biblical, so you can pursue the calling that God has for you. All right, I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Mama with the Calling podcast. As always, you'll find the show notes for today's episode at mamawiththecalling.com slash podcast. Really quick before you head out, are you loving these episodes? To make sure this podcast gets in the ears of as many mamas as possible, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. I'm going to be reading your reviews on the podcast, so I can't wait to hear from you. Also, if you know someone that needs to hear these episodes, grab a screenshot and share it on Instagram. And don't forget to tag me at Mama with a Calling so I can share it in my stories. Until next time, keep pursuing your calling.